Hello and welcome to Life in Their Sandals. This is a podcast where we dive deep into the lives of biblical people to determine how we should live as Christians today. I'm your host, Chris McGrath, and today we have the great chance to look at the narrative of a person that we know and love very well is Jesus. And it's not just a story about the whole life of Jesus, but just one small part in the book of Mark chapter 3, where we read about Jesus and the strong man. We pick up on the narrative of Jesus, and he is at the Sea of Galilee, and he has just finished earlier in this chapter of Mark 3, healing the man with the withered hand in the temple. He retreats to the Sea of Galilee, of course, to get away from a crowd, to get away from a group of people who have gathered because he had healed them of plagues, unclean spirits, and even as he healed these people of unclean spirits, the spirits came out of them and bowed before Jesus and said that he was the Son of God. Jesus leaves this scene to get away from the people, and he goes up into a mountain, and it's in this mountain that he ordains the twelve apostles, or the twelve disciples, who would later become the people who would rule the apostolic church, obviously not including Judas Iscariot, who betrayed the Lord, but including Matthias, who replaced Judas. And so it continues, and Jesus, he is in this house, and the multitude finds him. And his friends also come and find him, because they've heard these incredible stories of the person they grew up with, and they think that Jesus has gone crazy. They say that he is beside himself. Also among this group of people are scribes who had come down from Jerusalem to see this thing that has happened in They make an interesting statement about the man Jesus. The scribes say that Jesus was able to cast out these devils because he himself was possessed. They say that by the prince of devils, Jesus cast out devils. This was, of course, the way for the scribes. And if you don't know, the scribes are the people who know the law, who know the Old Testament, who know the scriptures better than anyone else. And because Jesus was accomplishing these miracles, they had to have some explanation for it. And it couldn't be that they were wrong and that Jesus was right in their mind. So they say that Jesus is possessed and that's how he's accomplishing the supernatural. Jesus hears this and I can imagine him sitting there and he lets the nonsense go on long enough before he stops them and he confronts the crowd and he confronts his friends and the scribes and he asks them, How can Satan cast out Satan? And he says a quote that would later be quoted by even people like President Abraham Lincoln. He says that if a kingdom be divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. And if a house be divided against itself, that house cannot stand. And if Satan rise up against himself and be divided, he cannot stand, but hath an end. He finishes these statements with saying something that is so incredible. He says that no man can enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods, except that he would first bind the strong man, and then he will spoil his house. This is what we have to love about the ministry of Jesus, is that he goes and gives this eloquent philosophy about how a kingdom can't be divided against itself. And then he follows it up with instructions on how to do a home invasion. But the point he's making is so incredible. He's saying that, You can't just break into someone's house and steal their things because the person who lives there is going to stop you from doing it. If there's a strong man who lives in the house, now think about that. If someone breaks into your house, 
You're not just going to let them take your stuff, but you're going to get up and stop that person. He's saying, I can't be of the devil because I came into his house and I bound that strong man. The strong man is the devil. And I came in here and I tied him up. I came into this place where sin and death had reigned for thousands of years. And I tied the devil up and I took his possessions. The souls that the devil thought he had control over, I came in here and I took them for me and my kingdom in just one moment. I cannot be of the devil because I just came and reversed all the things he had tried to do to mess up these people's lives. All the sickness, all the sin, all the demonic possessions, all the things that were holding these people back. I came into his house. I tied him up and I took them for my kingdom. Jesus finishes this powerful, incredible statement that he has power over the devil by saying that I'm here to forgive those who have mistakenly chosen to align themselves with Satan's kingdom, but I'm not here to forgive those who continually reject the things that I preach, which are proved by the miracles that I accomplish. Of course, he's saying to this group of people that if you want to be on the team, you can be on the team and we have power over the devil. But if you don't want to be on the team, then don't come bother me because I'm not here to minister to you. The narrative ends with his brothers and his mother calling for him because they're probably astonished. This is early in Jesus's ministry and they're astonished at all the things he's saying. And the people around say, hey, your brother, or your mother, they're calling for you. And he tells everyone, who is my brother? Who is my mother? All the people that are here with me who are believing the things that I do, they are my brother. They are my mother. Because my closest family relation are not those who I'm blood related to, but it is those who will do the will of God. I absolutely love this part of scripture, and I don't think we talk about it enough because there are so many amazing things we can take away. Number one is the age-old fact now on the podcast where we see that the scribes who should have been the most excited about what Jesus was doing had lost sight of the point of their ministry. The religious leaders should have loved to see that blind eyes being opened and demons cast out but they were selfish and they wanted power for themselves. This is the point we can take away today. Selfishness will run away with your spirituality. Sometimes our goals in life can detract from the goals of the team at large. The scribes proved this. Because Jesus was a threat to their power, they could not rejoice in the lives he was reclaiming for the kingdom of God. Another takeaway is that Jesus clearly shows in Mark 3.27 that he has power over the devil and that he can tie the devil up whenever he wants to take back whoever wants to be taken by Jesus. You might have been trapped in a stronghold. You might be bound by the strong man that is the devil, but Jesus can change your life in one moment and all it takes is your belief and align with his kingdom. The last thing we can take away today is that although we have blood relations, although we have friends, our closest relation are those who want to do the will of God. The people who want to serve the kingdom of God are who we should be closest to in our everyday lives. I hope you enjoyed this week talking about this narrative in scripture, Jesus and the strong man. There are so many incredible takeaways from this narrative that we can apply to our lives today. I hope you tune in next week. We will be talking about someone who is very integral to the story of the Bible, and I know that you will enjoy it. Hope to see you next time, but in the meantime, be blessed. Have a great week.